This is episode 26 of Give Me a Chance, and it is your host who's speaking, Vittoria. Hi everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Give Me a Chance. We're back! We're back just in time to give you a few more interesting stories about how people got the chance to change their lives right before a larger summer break. This time we will listen to Lucy's story and we will learn how she got the chance to change her life after reflecting on what she really wanted to have in life to become happy. So let's tune in now and listen to Lucy's story. Hi Lucy and welcome to Give Me a Chance. How are you? Very well, Victoria. I'm so happy to be with you. Oh, and same here, same here, because you are in Switzerland, right? That's right. And how long have you been living in Switzerland? It's been some years already, uh, but I've been moving around in Switzerland, all over the place with different life experiences. So, yeah. But indeed, you say you've been moving a lot. And then when we talked before, you told yeah. me that indeed uh, you're not really Swiss. Where do you come from? So I'm, I come from Greece and uh, I'm coming from a Greek father and a French mother. This is how I came. And, uh, but I've been raised uh, in Greece. Before we start talking about your story, and I, pr- I think we have some pretty interesting uh, stories to discuss really soon. Yes. Can you yes. tell us a, us a little bit about yourself? As we said now, I was born in Greece. Uh, I was going in a French school, so I was a bit like an international child from mm. starting my life. And uh, yeah, I was uh, always surrounded with people from all over the world because my school had people from everywhere. Um, my childhood was okay, mm-hmm. uh, but still feeling a little bit always like uh, an outsider at some level. It was so many various uh, features like the school I wasn't so good as a student, or also I did I didn't know I was gay that by back then. So it was a little bit somehow trying to go on with life. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it was it was okay. It was okay. And then my next, let's say, I grew up, I became a hairdresser, I studied, I was so happy. Have you always been drawn to indeed working with people, being with people? Absolutely, yes. Always, always. Uh, From uh, growing up as a child, I I was always interested in people, in how people responded, reacted, talked. Well, what happened uh, later on when you were uh, living in your 20s? Exactly. So I was, uh, let's say, minding my own business in life. I had my first girlfriend. I was happy. Uh, I was clubbing. You know, everything that someone that is 20, 21, 22 year old would do. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I was working as a hairdresser. So I was, I would say I was happy because I was, I was popular with people. I was finally going out to gay clubs. So I was really my first me. And uh, this is when I, at the age of 22, I went with the, this first girlfriend. We went together to a snowboard uh, weekend. Okay. So we went together in our first big trip. And then we were having an amazing time. I was still learning to snowboard. I was falling down all the time. I was hitting myself everywhere, but I was so happy. And then when I went home, full of memories and, you know, happy thoughts of what an amazing time we had, um, during the first week of coming back home, every day, I, instead of like getting better from all this um, big physical activity mm-hmm. and this tiredness, I was getting worse. 
And with the days, I couldn't walk. By the time, about nine or ten days day, uh, later, I couldn't get up. I couldn't stand up to go to the bathroom, for, ex- for example. Yeah. And this is, yeah, this is, was the biggest, like, turn in my life at 22 when I couldn't walk anymore. Yeah. Out of nowhere. That's indeed really scary also. What, what was it? So this was the journey, that's the journey of discovering from doctors, hospitals, and see what is going on. And it's, it was the most, uh, now I know it, the most classic disease that young people and mostly young women uh, of this age, around 20, 30, 40 year old have, which is multiple sclerosis. Wait, it must have been a, a really, yeah, impactful diagnosis. How did you go about with that? Well, it was, I think, uh, the most shocking thing to just, the shock is, is to realize that your, or to try to realize that your life has changed from now on forever. Yeah. I'm thinking, what am I going to do right now with my life? When you're still so young and full of dreams, you've never yeah. thought of this at all. Exactly. And how did your perspective on life change then? Because indeed, that's something that probably turned your plans around, like you said. Oh, completely, completely. So the first thing was, no, it can't be true. It cannot be true. So clear denial. Yeah. And at the same time, trying to move on with my life. But of course, the disease was reminding me every day that I was fooling myself. <laughs> you know, what are you doing? Do you think that's it? Now we're getting started. Yeah, so it was a very tough moment. Yeah. The first, yeah. Did you still manage to give it a place and go on with your life? Absolutely, absolutely. It took me, uh, you know, it's, it was a continuous growth because I was still so young. Which, yeah. Of course, we are young until, we, as long as we feel young. That's not just the age, but, you know, I... I, I, I yeah, I couldn't believe that, uh, okay, now only bad things are going to happen. So I thought, no, maybe this is a, a wake-up call and see what, what can I do different right now. Yeah. So slowly, I started to think of it as an opportunity and trying to see what else can I do. Okay, this is happening to me. Fine. I'm not the first person on earth. I'm not the last person on earth that is going to live with a chronic disease. Yeah. So it's something that I need to see, okay, what I'm going to do now. So this is when I, with the support of my second fantastic girlfriend, <laughs> you're going to hear uh, stories with girlfriends because <laughs> they were the most important factors in my life. So with my, yeah, with my, with my second and uh, very long-term relationship, amazing girlfriend, she supported me on study and change my life and start over. How yeah. did she change your life? Well, she, she was there to show me the way that, you know, you can, you're young, take the opportunity, start to study something else. I'm here for you, to support you, and just do it. So this was the journey of starting to see what can I possibly study? What is my next, since my dream I, was happening already. I was yeah. a hairdresser. This is what I wanted. So this time, the criteria were very different. I had to choose not anymore, only through the heart, but also through the logic. And uh, it had to fit my new me. Um, so I also need to mention that I could walk again. I started to be more functional. It was slowly 
I could do a lot of things, but yeah. never again as before. Yeah. What happened is that uh, probably a new path opened for you. And what was that? Yeah. So I decided to study and become a librarian and archivist. So this combined all the criteria because it was a job where I could be sitting most of the time. Perfect. Very important. Yeah. Calm environment, which I needed. Yeah. <laughs> and also it combined my love for organization and everything to be in order. There you go. <laughs> That's perfect. And offering support to people that needed help. So again, it was there with the people. Yeah. And it helping people that comes back indeed in your story again. <laughs> But indeed, Lucy, and now I'm thinking because being faced with a mess and, it, and everything that went by. So the fact that you had to uh, look for a new job or new passion, uh, live with your life, that was actually uh, a kind of a, uh, unexpected um, negative event in a way that changed your life. But was there an event that positively gave you the chance to change your life? So to go, to move fast forward, I became a librarian archivist. I left to go to Europe. I had very good jobs. I had the honor to be part of incredible institutions and companies. Okay. Three years ago, I had this incredible position in this incredible company. I had like a dream. I thought that I was 39. I thought my dream is when I will be 40 to have a permanent job. And as soon as I managed to get this permanent job, this was the moment that I thought, oh my goodness, what I want until I'm 40 is to be happy. Uh, whenever I was uh, in contact with people, giving trainings, trying to share with them my passion about the importance of archiving and the history they're creating, you know, all of this, These moments, I was very happy. These moments were a, a small part of my day-to-day -day job. This is why it wasn't enough for me. It was, yeah. a yeah, you had to take a chance and be happy outside of the environment that you had actually created for yourself. Exactly. How, how did you do it? Well, I resigned. This is how I did it. I took all my courage. That's I resigned. Yeah. <laughs> with all my heart. I said, thank you so much for all of this opportunity, but I have to follow my dream or whatever I can to really be happy. And this was the, the, the moment that after I was, yes, I did it. I left with dignity. You know, I did this for me. But what was the, the plan for later? Because, yeah. yeah, what do you do after you you give up the stability of a job and an income and all your, yeah, comfortable Uh, exactly. Yeah, then you go home and you say, What did I do? What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> how, how did you take control of the situation? Uh, but indeed, I got scared at some point. To, I have to be honest, okay? I was very brave to say, Okay, this is what I want. I want to leave. And then I was thinking, What am I doing now? And this was the moment where I started to search for other jobs. Mm -hmm. And the moment I was applying, instantly, once the email had left my, you know, inbox, I was praying to not get the job. Yeah. So this, this was the crucial moment that I had, I had a, a nervous breakdown. I was really bad. 
because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And uh, this is when I had, um, I was so lucky to have with me my last girlfriend and current girlfriend. And let's see, maybe my last girlfriend (laughs) as a permanent girlfriend, uh, that she supported me a lot to understand what can I do. And what, what did she move you towards? Well, she didn't move me at all. She just told me, okay, let's sit. Let's write down a list with yeah. everything you enjoy doing in life. And at the end of this list, she said, okay, let me check now and see what are the things that you could make a profession out of it. So there were two main points. One was relevant to, to uh, work with animals. And yeah. the other was to work with the other animals, the two feet ones, to support humans. <laughs> There you go. That's the yeah. circle again. We talked about it and uh, she encouraged me to follow new studies and to become a life coach. So this is what happened. I studied again, went back to school mm-hmm. uh, at 40, year old, 40 years old. And then uh, it was the best studies I've ever done. I was a very good student for the first time in my life. Aww. Feeling that this, yeah, this is my path. What is the thing that you had to get most used to in your new life? Uh, being free and being me. This was the hardest thing. <laughs> How was it hard? Well, it's the hardest thing is to stop hearing your inner voices, this negative self-talk, self-thoughts coming from anywhere else besides, you know, it's not even real. It's thoughts from the past, it's fears, it's uh, from self-judgment or judgment or, you know, all of this. This was the hardest thing to just shush these voices and say, come on, give me a break. Where are these coming from? They're not even real. Which kind of tips would you have for somebody in that the struggles with this yeah. kind of thoughts too? Yeah, my tip would be that uh, if you want to, you know, daring to really follow your, your heart and your dreams and follow yourself to being you, mm-hmm. it's not a gift you're doing only for yourself, which of course is huge, But it's also for all of these people around you. It's for society because we end up being happy individuals and not this misery that we're all all complaining. It's so hard. It's all of this negativity that makes us at the end being emotionally and physically sick and a society filled with unhappy people. But if we each one just follow, dare to follow your heart and live your truth, which is actually it's our slogan, <laughs> it's, yeah, then you can be surrounded with happy people. You can be the one that is happy, supporting others to feel the same. And we can do amazing things into this world. Yeah, uh, Unhappiness is, of course, something that is dragging us down and we shouldn't ever uh, give room for that to take over. But turn it around. And uh, your path to happiness, you have taken a major step in that. What are the next steps for you? The next steps are, are just to continue this way, uh, to be uh, the life coach I want to be, to be the individual I want to be. Um, and also I need to mention really, really fast that this journey, I'm doing it with my girlfriend, Vanessa. We are doing this together. Oh. We are coming out coaches and we're doing this together she's focusing on the body i'm focusing on the mind but this is all the step 
together, all the steps together. And it's uh, my main to continue this journey. I focus only on one thing, which I want to also invite everybody. Whatever you do in your life, no matter your choices, no matter the steps, no matter your thoughts, your only target must be whatever you do to be proud of yourself. That's it. This is the only criteria. That's a fantastic takeaway, Lucy. And with this, I wanted to thank you so much for being on and telling your story and all your inspirational moments and choices that you've taken. And I wish you all the best to you and Vanessa on your journey and uh, all the happiness in the world. Thank you. Thank you so much, Victoria. This was Lucy's story. Lucy's life has been impacted by many important moments which had a really a huge mark on her, such as being diagnosed with MS during her 20s and consequently having to accommodate her life according to it. But what really changed her life was the realization that she really wanted to be happy in life. And that's the reason why she decided to leave her job and become a life coach so that she could thrive and also help other people with that. The Coming Out Coaches is the new business that Lucy is running where she puts into practice what she learned to become a life coach. This was the end of this episode. Have you ever had the chance to change your life or do you know anybody who has? Please get in touch with us and leave a comment here below. And if you have enjoyed this episode, do not forget to like and subscribe to this channel and see you next time. Give me a chance, on your screen and in your ears. <music>